the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Opinions expressed may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Welcome to Life in Colorado. Hello, my name is Louis Gonzalez. And today on the show, I have someone very important. He's one of the founders and program director for the Struggle of Love Foundation. Now, that's an organization that provides opportunities for underprivileged youth and or families to access year-round services and programs. And his name is Joel Hodge. Uh, Mr. Hodge, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing quite well. So, sir, tell us about yourself and how you came to found this organization. Uh, well, my name is Joel Hodge, uh, as known in the community as Coach I, E-Y-E. I was a product of, of a family structure that was kind of divided and um, kind of abusive when I was a youth. Uh, so it led me into um, bad behavior, kind of anger and stuff like that, and going down the wrong path in my life. So um, I was incarcerated at a young age. Um, how my life I've probably done 10 to 11 years in and out of jail and prison and stuff like that. So I'm from Chicago originally, uh, born in Chicago, Illinois. And um, I was out in Denver doing some stuff I shouldn't have been doing, and I got locked up out here. As a matter of fact, it was in Longmont, Colorado. It wasn't okay. even in Denver. <laughs> right. uh, when my, it, it, it's my first visit to Denver, Colorado, and while I was locked up, they would release us on weekenders, this thing they call weekenders, where they would let you go home maybe for the weekend if you were doing good to spend with your family. And so while I was out driving around, I had bumped into a young lady. And it happened to be Miss Lakeisha Hodge, uh, my wife. At that time, she was homeless uh, in an abuse shelter, and I was homeless sleeping in the car with my son because I had left the young lady that I was with because I just wouldn't do right or whatever. Right. But I guess it was just God's plan for me to meet Lakeisha. And uh, during this time, I was still riff-rapping in the streets and doing dumb stuff. And Lakeisha gave me an ultimatum. She said, listen, I, I, I love you and I like you and I want to be with you, but I don't need to be with you. She said, you know, she wants to make a family and I need you to get a job and sure. stuff like that. So that's what I did. Um, I went home after that argument between me and her i went home and people don't believe this story but uh i would put my son in the bed i walked past the bathroom mirror and the mirror told me this is your last opportunity that i'm going to give you to change your life and and do things right and treat people right and and, um treat people as you wanted to be treated so i started crying and uh called her and begged her for another chance and then from that day on i went went and found a job I worked for Kroger for over 15, 16 years. Okay. Lakeisha worked, was working, uh, had got a job at DPS back in 2000. And so we were sitting around and we were wondering, uh, how can we help our community? We wanted to get involved in helping our community and, and fixing the things that I, I contribute to um, destroy. Right. Uh, 
So we started off, we went and registered our name. We came up, we, we sat around and said, what, do, what does our community struggle with the most? And so vote of was love. And mm-hmm. so that's how we came up with the Struggle of Love Foundation, because our community struggles of how to love themselves and what is love. We don't even know what that is because we grow up in such an abusive, kind of destroyed family structure. Right. Uh, uh, so so that's how we came up with the name Struggle of Love Foundation, because we just voted on what most that we struggle with in our community. And our, everybody that was there voted for love. Right. And so that's how we came up with the Struggle Love Foundation. So we started with little outreach events. We started way on the west side. We started at West High School. We would do Thanksgiving drives. We would do our Reach for Peace picnic, which is, I think is, I believe, our 18th annual one coming up here oh, okay. on Father's Day. All right. Yeah, we do that every Father's Day, recognize fathers of the year. And when we first thought of it, uh, we were thinking that we need to provide the community, that let the community know there's some resources out here. And sometimes in our community, we don't go out and look for it. So sometimes we have to bring it to them, to their doorstep, right? Absolutely. And so, so that's how we started to get all the resource tables out there to let our community know that it is some resources. Because back then when we first started, it wasn't all this abundance of stuff that we have now. Right. And so, uh, so like, we were the first ones that I knew of that were doing any kind of events like that. And I know it was some on the other side of town and stuff. So we started doing that, and we started – our first one, we started at Del Mar Park in Aurora. Okay. And then we then we went to uh, Park Hill. Then we went to the east side, and then we came to Montbello. And then at that time, we were trying to get people to fund us and, and, and support us, and they were telling us directly that back then they didn't even fund Montbello area. You know, so, Really? Yeah, it was sort of a struggle. Okay. Um, and so we started off with outreach events, and then we started off with our after-school uh, mentoring program, a sports program, mm-hmm. uh, and we started that to, for underprivileged youth that couldn't afford to play on, like, Chauncey Billups and the other expensive teams. So we would grab those kids that were kind of left out mm-hmm. and the families couldn't afford and, and build teams with them because, you know, those are the ones that's most likely going to, get in trouble because they don't have anything to do. So we just try to provide something for those youth, that troubled youth, um, if if you will, uh, that had single parents or maybe didn't even have parents or stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. that's how we started our after-school sports program. Um, from that, uh, we also we, we always uh, worked against the violence. So we were starting marches sure. in the neighborhood. The violence, stop the violence, please, please, please. You know, and then and, and, uh, and so we developed a violence interruption team mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 our secondary prevention team. Uh, so with our violence interruption team, uh, which is is the soldiers of love. Uh, when we show up, we're showing up with love. So, uh, like I said, when there's a violent incident, such as a shooting with a youth or something that may be gang-related mm-hmm. or, commu- or, 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 or or any time that we can probably help maybe uh, stop um, uh, some situation or provide some uh, grief support. And so we were going out and, and responding to the shooting, and then we realized that we were missing something else, which is mental health. Right. Uh, so, so then we, uh, we 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 were blessed to get some funding uh, to provide ourselves with our own mental health team. Okay. So we have we have two mental health. Uh, well, we have three mental health uh, 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 therapists that work in our uh, mental health department, 
And so what, what our design was, when we show up to the shootings and if families involved, we could show up with a mental health therapist and get some grief support right mm-hmm. on the scene. Let me just... Uh, and- yeah, let me just get in by saying that uh, I'm here speaking with Joel Hodge. He's one of the founders and program directors uh, for the Struggle of Love Foundation. That's an organization that provides opportunities for underprivileged youth and or families to access year-round services and programs. Now, tell me, uh, Mr. Hodge, are there any specific challenges or obstacles that uh, Struggle of Love faces in carrying out its mission? And how, does, how, how exactly does the organization overcome them? Well, our, you know, for everybody, you know, the biggest obstacle that we have is funding, of course. Right? Okay. So, because uh, with more funding, uh, we can provide more people out there to provide more resources and more services. We can, you know, because we're kind of boots on the ground kind of organization. Absolutely. We're out there in the community. We, I, I think the way, I believe the only way you can really uh, make a mark in the community is you being seen out there, you being heard out there. You, they see you all the time. And so that's what happens over here in the far northeast is that, you know, with us being seen, so, like, we also have a Sacks of Love program, mm-hmm. which is our food pantry. We run that five days a week. All right. Uh, and uh, we give away about 200 boxes uh, full of uh, vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh, fruit, fresh vegetables, uh, meat, bread. Uh, so it's, we prepare for about a family of six. Right. Because we know uh, in, our, in, in our communities, everywhere now, with the you know, the, the expensive of the, the, how it's so expensive to live in Denver, you know, as most people are trying to live together. So we try to make sure we get a box. But anyway, we do that five days a week. Okay. And, and through that, um, we also have a, a job development program where they can, youth can come and work at the food bank. That's great. Learn a little bit about customer service. Learn a little bit about, you know, start to work and get here on time, how to pull your pants up come to work, how to say thank you and treat people, you know, even though they're getting a box of food, they're still regular people. Like this, you got to treat people like they, if your mother was coming through here. Absolutely. So that's, that's provided an outlet for them. You know, a lot of them come up here just to do that. And then with the, also we have a, a contract with, uh, with, with, uh, core stadium. Okay. Ball arena, uh, and, 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 uh, uh, what is that? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the one, uh, whatever it is, but we for the concession stands at all those stadiums and stuff. Okay, so, ball arena. So, yeah, we have ball arena. Uh, we have cores. Okay, and and I can't think of the other one. The Denver Coliseum. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so, Denver Coliseum. And so that provides us to provide them jobs throughout the year because they take them 16 and up, mm-hmm. and then it teaches them. How to work, how right. to get their time, to wear the right uniform, to get the right shoes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's just a baby step for our job uh, development program uh, that we've been able to uh, been blessed able to do at right right as of now. Like right now, we 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 are employing I think twenty five youth, great uh, young young ladies and uh, and, and young men. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're all races. You know, we do Hispanics. We have uh, Caucasians. We have Blacks. We have everybody. And they're all in there working together. And they're all from different kind of neighborhoods and stuff. So they know once they come over here, you're in a love neighborhood now. We, you know, it's not about where you're from and this and that. So that, we have a different kind of thing. We mix all these kids up together because most of them are friends. And most of them know each other. So 
we just try to keep that love going and, and respect one another and stuff like that. So that's been a blessing through our uh, Saxon Love Program and our, uh, our job development program. It, it provides you with a little bit of funding and a little bit of, uh, you know, skills to get to work and, sure. you know, and get you prepared for the future uh, and what you're going to do. So, um, and then, you know, we have several. We, we're also in nine uh, schools. Okay. We do our we do our spreading our love mentoring leadership program, which uh, we developed. I developed with uh, Sybil Graham mm-hmm. over at uh, the Howie Mental Health Center. Okay. So me, I did my program for two years up under her to get a, 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 a psychiatrist stamp mm-hmm. on it and say this this program is 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 proven, you know, to work. And so she she sent the word out across the city, said yes. Uh, Struggle Loves program is is is, is, a, is a great program, and so now we're we're in, we're in multiple schools. Um, we we they want us in old more schools, but hmm. you know due to the funding we can only do so much. Right. Because uh, we we can only hire so many people because of the funding. So that's our biggest uh, hurdle. You know, it's hmm. always you know funding because you know every piece of funding we get, you know, I hire another person. Right. You know, so uh, so it's just, you know, and right now I have an opportunity. Uh, we're, we're developing our secondary prevention school team. Uh, so we're looking for four people to uh, to be up under Coach Bates, which he runs our, our secondary prevention and our school-based uh, programming. Okay. And so so if, if that works, you get out. Anybody out there wants a job uh, within schools um, and, and has a clean background and have some, uh, uh, maybe you even have a program you want to do. We, we're offering you, giving you that opportunity to come do it up under our umbrella. Mm-hmm. So uh, please uh, reach out to me for that if you can. Uh, uh, and, uh, and so, and we're also looking for two more violence interruption uh, 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 specialists. Okay. And so, if, if anybody out there is interested in showing up to the shootings, uh, working with families that are. Uh, been victim of uh, violent crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, please reach out for me for that. I'm looking for two more people for that. We've been blessed to get a little bit of funding to add to those programs. Uh, so uh, it's just been a blessing, you know. Um, um, and, and, and you know, God is uh, working good for us and, and, and helping us. But you know, it's constantly growth, growth, growth. Mm-hmm. Um, we also um, have the blessing to get. We're going to be. Get in a new location in Aurora starting June first. Oh, that's great! So, so our Aurora team will be posted uh, in North Aurora, mm-hmm. um, off of Kingston, off of Fifteenth of Kingston, and so that uh, we'll have a little team out there and developing the same kind of uh, program in Aurora that we have running out here in uh, far northeast Denver. All right, I'm here with Joel Hodge, uh, one of the founders and program director for the Struggle of Love Foundation. It's an organization that provides opportunities for underprivileged youth and or families to access year-round services and programs. Now, we were talking about funding earlier, and you were talking about some of the uh, positions that you have. What are some of the other ways that individuals or community members can get involved with or support the Struggle of Love Foundation? Well, we can always use volunteers uh, for our events. You can go on our website and sign up for those things and see which one you want to sign up for. And that's at uh, strugglelovefoundation.org. Um, so we have multiple opportunities for 
for you to come out and help. If you, even if you just want to talk to a kid and uh, be a big brother or big sister to a youth, um, that would be awesome as well. Uh, so any 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 kind of engagement that uh, you want to do with the community is always a plus. Uh, and that, you know, even if it's not monetary, you know, even if it's just your presence, um, that's that's more precious to me than monetary. Uh, unfortunately, we need monetary to keep rolling. Sure. Uh, but uh, to me uh, personally, uh, uh, your presence and uh, and your love, uh, like face-to-face and, uh, and being able these kids to hug someone um, is more precious to me than, than monetary. So volunteer opportunities, we have plenty of opportunities, uh, volunteer opportunities, excuse me, plenty of volunteer opportunities for our Reach for Peace picnic that's coming up on June 18th. It will be at Silverman Park uh, uh, in Montbello. It starts at 12, ends at 4. It's free food. Uh, we have kids zone for kids. Um, uh, we have mental health services out there. We have about 30 booths that'll be out there with more information about what they do. Um, so uh, uh, if you if you're interested in that, you can go on our website and fill out the volunteer form, or you can even call me directly. And my number is 720-240-200. That's my direct line. But please if, call me with something. Uh, just don't call for nothing, okay? All right. <laughs> so, so, Joel, you know, so, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so, Joel, so talk. I, I, oh. I, I'm sorry. I wanted to kind of go back. Uh, can we find a little bit to the start? Because, uh, you know, my wife, Lakeisha Hines, played a major part in uh, developing this because, which, you know, I was looking for a job at the time, and mm-hmm. she already had a job. So I would drop her off. And I would go to the Montbello Library and study nonprofits, nonprofits, and I had like a uh, a, a bin full of all the paperwork and what we should do is she took all the paperwork and condensed it down hmm. to you know to a little bit and submitted it and got the 501c3 okay so Lakeisha is a Lakeisha is a major part in uh in in the success of uh, uh the not uh the struggle love foundation you know um so I, you know I just wanted to go back to the beginning of, uh, of, of the conversation though where we started because, you know, we were both homeless mm-hmm. and, and, and and now, you know, we employ maybe, you know, with the youth, summer youth employment program, we've got about 40 people, you know, it's, wow. it's really amazing, you know, um, to, to be able to do this, you know, and so uh, I'm just blessed, and, you know, it just proves, you know, what we want, would like the community to see um, anybody that's out there, really have a dream or really have a goal, really have and, and have faith and patience in it. Because it took us 17 years before we got our first funding. Right. Uh, and so, and, but funding wasn't what motivated us. It was the work. So we didn't even think about the funding, we, you know, until, it, you know, people came and said, y'all need funding to grow because you guys do a lot out your garage, right? Mm-hmm. Everything we were doing were out of our garage, and then finally people offered us an office space for free. And then uh, from that, you know, now we have, you know, almost a whole building, you know. So it's just amazing when when you really truly believe in your dreams, you truly have faith in, in, in something bigger and larger than you. And, and But the key word is patience. Absolutely. Because, because it doesn't come when you want it. It comes when God believes it's ready for you, you know, so... Um, 
uh, it's just amazing, you know, uh, from, from coming from where I come. I come from Chicago. I used to right. have holes in the bottom of my shoes. Mm. Going to school, just have to put cardboard in it. Walking in the snow, doing, you know, uh, couldn't eat the food because it was roaches in the cereal, wow. you know. Yeah. Was, I didn't eat that much. And so I learned to survive like that still to this day. People say, how do you survive? Don't eat. I said, well, if you grew up like I grew up, you know, mm-hmm. about my older brothers used to could do it. They used to could pick the roaches out the milk and still wow. eat it. I just I just couldn't do it. Yeah, so. it's, that's <laughs> that's really rough. So, right, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, I'm speaking with Joel Hodge, founder and program director of the Struggle of Love Foundation. It's an organization that provides opportunities for underprivileged youth and or families to access year-round services and programs. So, tell me, Mr. Hodge, what are some of the long-term impacts? that Struggle of Love aims to achieve in the Denver metro area? Uh, our long-term impact is, you know, for, for trying to reduce the violence of right. our youth, um, uh, trying to get more of them to get to college, uh, even, uh, you know, trying to get, like, teach them about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, our long-term goal is to create more peace in our community, right. more resources, um, more financial stability, uh, and so it's, you know we we have a wide, uh, wide range of uh, things that we would like to see because there's so much that goes on in our community mm-hmm. that um, that uh, that's why we try to do a wraparound service, right? We try right. to provide our mental health, we try to provide food, we try to provide jobs, we try to provide. Uh, one of mentoring, uh, 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 like because most most of these youth are really missing parenting and discipline, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and so when you get them, and, and it's easier to start with the younger ones, but the older ones, that's you know, once they get past twelve, you know, they kind of have their mind made up. They're angry and this and that, so right. you know, and break breaking that down to make them understand that this is not your fault, mm-hmm. you know. You had to affirm what's good about you, yeah. not what's good about your situation, not what's good about your home, what's good about you, you know. Exactly. And, and, and so even when you're living in the midst of, uh, of abuse, neglect, uh, and, and all of that kind of stuff, um, you still need to affirm you. What's good about you, though, in this bad situation? Right. What are you doing good to make yourself feel good? You know, because, you know, we all know the story, hurt people hurt people. And so we just try to change that narrative to make them love themselves uh, and just spread love in our community all around the world, really, right? You know, we, we've, I mean, you can go in the store now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, like, if you go to a drive-thru and all that, everything's different how it used to be. Absolutely. People don't say, have a good day. People don't say, uh, did you get everything? You know, you have to, like, I, I went I went to Starbucks this morning. <clears throat> Got my wife a cup of coffee. Sure. The lady hands me the cup of coffee, and I said, oh, thank you. She said, oh, yeah, thank you. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is what you should do. Right. You know? And so we're missing that uh, in our community. And um, and, and unfortunately, uh, we're kind of letting the youth run our, run, run our lives. Sure. You know? <laughs> some, of the, 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As you and I know, uh, you know, we're getting older. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes we have to hand the keys over to the youth. And, um, yeah, that's who's uh, that's who's running things nowadays. Yeah. But, 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 you know, the thing about it is we're giving them the keys, but we're not even teaching them how to drive. Right. Right. So, so there's the problem. I mean, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to hand the keys over. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you even know how to open the door with this key? Well, you know what? Speak, speaking of that, so we're, we're coming up on time. Is there a particular message or call to action you'd like to share with our listeners to inspire them to support the Struggle of Love Foundation? Well, you know, you can go on our website. You can check our Facebook page out. It's our Struggle of Love, our, our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube uh, channel with our mental health therapists. They do a uh, uh, mental health uh, kind of talk and um uh, they interview people, and they have some, a good YouTube channel. It's all Struggle with Love Foundation. Go on our Twitter uh, and watch, you know, and if you watch the work that we do, I think you'll be pretty impressed. I don't know. People tell me, Coach, you do a lot of work. You know, they say this and that, and then they tell me, and they'll go through all this, and I'll be really like, hey, we do all of that? Mm. And they're like, yeah, you did all of that. Like, and So sometimes I have to go back myself and look at pictures and look at things and say, wow. Right. You know, like, uh, like, I mean, today, you know, we, we're doing our sex and love program. Uh-huh. So uh, we've had an abundance of migrants get dropped off over here in our community. Right. And, and so now we have a hundred of them that just walk up. Mm-hmm. These walkers that come from the hotels that they stay in over okay. here up of Peoria. So those, those are all new to us in the last uh, four months. Right. And, and right. so we get more and more of them um, to serve. And then, uh, you know, we have a drive through line as well. So we have a walk up section and a drive through mm-hmm. line. Uh, so and, and, and we're giving away over 200 boxes a day. You well, know, and if you if you just times that times four. Right. Mm-hmm. The average family probably got four people at home. Yeah. You touch like 800 people a day. Well, it's sound- with a box of love. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing great work. Uh, Joel Hodge, uh, one of the founders and uh, program director for the Struggle of Love Foundation. Uh, Thank you so much for your time and for being a part of life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687 or email us at lifeincolorado at salemdenver.com. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.